the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Your daily source for in-depth business and investing news. We are Business 1440. KYCR, Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. I am Bob Agnew in Washington. A big surge in coronavirus cases this week. In fact, more than 4,000 people died of COVID-19 in just a single day on Thursday. That matches a surge that was seen also back in the summer months in those same areas. Queen Anne Healthcare Administrator Aaron Doss says staffers are happy to at least finally get vaccinated against COVID-19. It's a constant life-threatening thing that you're facing. When you- Pfizer's Chief Scientific Officer Dr. Philip Dormitzer says studies suggest their coronavirus vaccine does work against a highly transmittable UK and South African variants as well. What we found is with this one key mutation, there was basically no difference in how well the serum of people who've been immunized could inactivate the virus, whether it did or did not have the mutation. So it was a very reassuring fi- finding. This is SRN News. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. I'm excited. This economy is on fire. It's the King Banyan Show. Let me emphasize that correlation is not causation. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Unemployment is low because everyone has two jobs. Please bring on the recession. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Oh, they took our gerbs. They took our, they took a few gerbs away, didn't they? A few, did I, I interrupted the jobs drop. Do it again. Oh, they took our gerbs. Yeah. Can't interrupt the gerbs drop. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Job Saturday. Good morning. Um, I have to say, I've, I've, 
of the age where people start to ask me, so when are you thinking of retiring? And my answer, if you've heard me on this show here on Business 1440 several times, my my answer is always the best retirement strategy is a good plan for your physical health so that you don't have to retire until you really don't have anything else you want to do. I have lots of things I still want to do uh, that I think people will pay me for, so I'm not retiring. <laughs> My plan's not to retire at all. But part of part of what makes me question that sometimes is when you get out of bed in the morning and the hip's a little creaky and uh, – you look outside and it's a little slippery and you go, oh, I don't think I want to do that. But then you look up at the trees and they've got that white coat on them. I know uh, during the week uh, Wyatt is often driving around the around the greater uh, Twin Cities area. So my guess is he gets to see that as well. It's I, I love it. I just love the look. You know, so driving over this morning, each tree looked like it had just been painted uh, or, or flocked with uh, snow. And it's just, it's absolutely inspiring to look across the river here, uh, look across the Mississippi at the park across from uh, my office here at St. Cloud State and just see how beautiful it is. Um, uh, so, yeah, there are, there's lots of things to talk about. I was telling Wyatt also before the show, uh, my good friends, uh, Mitch Berg, Brad Carlson, and the Northern Alliance Radio Network over on our sister station, AM12A, The Patriot, they're one to three today. They get to talk about some very serious things. Uh, I don't need to do that. I don't think I will talk about the work in the work that I do in trying to forecast what an economy does. It doesn't matter that much. We know what the Senate will look like. We know that that President-elect Biden will be sworn into office in twelve. Yeah, 12 days. Um, it's not it's not something that I need to spend much time thinking about. Because I spend more time think I spent more time thinking about the impact of the Senate races in Georgia than I did about what happened, what happened uh, there. Now, in my role as an educator here at the in the School of Public Affairs, it's huge. Um, but uh, you didn't. Unless you are interested in a little discussion of what it means to teach uh, students in public, in public administration, in public policy, and in uh, in the areas in which uh, our school teaches, uh, like criminal justice, um, you um, you probably aren't interested in that stuff. So we don't need to talk about it. I will I will move on then to talk about um, I will move on then to talk about what we normally do on the first Saturday of the month. Um, that follows the f- first Friday of the month that isn't a holiday like last week. And we talk about the jobs report, which was surprising and not surprising at the same time. The surprising part was people believed, yeah, it's going to be kind of a weak report, probably less than 100,000 jobs added, but you saw you saw people stating consensuses anywhere between 45,000, 70,000, somewhere 75,000, somewhere in there. Um, and so when the number came out, it says, we lost jobs in December. And we lost 140,000 jobs. And now I'm going to talk in a bit about, about a headline. 140,000 jobs lost in December, screened CNN. And all of them were women. Well, it's not quite true. Um, and you, we'll talk about why that's true as well. But headline numbers, 140,000 loss on net farm in uh, non-farm payrolls. Um, of course, there were revisions in the previous numbers, which uh, almost completely offset those particular bits uh, uh there was 135,000 of revisions to the prior two months. So on net, it's a it's minus 5,000, about a zero. And since to me revisions are the more surprising part, you always have a pretty decent feel for what the number is going to be on the new number. But we don't make predictions on what what the rescission what the revisions are going to be so if there's a revision that's that's pretty much 
an entirely unexpected piece. Um, 95,000 jobs led loss in the private sector. Uh, there was a loss of jobs of 45,000 in the public sector, largely from state and local. Um, and, and so 95,000 jobs lost in the private sector in December, but revision of 73,000 in November. So a little more negative than we thought. The household survey actually was the better report in this in this particular piece. Um, the the participation rate held constant at sixty one point five percent. The employment to population ratio, which I often say is the number you pretty much can't you can't mess with, is at fifty seven point four. That's unchanged. It's up from the from the low back in April of 51.3, so that's good. But remember, even in February of last year, it was above 61%. So we still have a significant ways to go on that, on that particular number. The unemployment rate held at 6.7%. Um, and and to, that, to that number for, for women, for women over, for women over 20, 20 years and over, the unemployment rate is at 6.2% or 6.3% up from 6.2%, whereas for men, 6.4% versus 6.6% in November. And that is what caught CNN's eye. Um, we'll have to explain to you what, what, that, what that number was about. Um, so let's go ahead and dig in a little bit. Let me let me get into let me get into the to the establishment figures first. We'll we'll flip over to the uh, household numbers, which were better. So 140,000 jobs lost, 95 95,000 them private sector, um, and and if you want to get the one number, it, I mean it just jumped off the page at you. You'd go down and look. And you see positive, 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 positive. You see a negative number. Uh, you, your first negative number on the list they give you is in transportation and warehousing, which was off 400 jobs. Information, off 1,000 jobs. So where did you lose them all? You get down to leisure and hospitality. 498,000 jobs lost in leisure and hospitality. And you don't need to be an economist and you don't need to be a social scientist at all to come to the conclusion, gee, what happened last month that might have caused that to, caused those things to happen? And the answer was, of course, a significant loss of uh, the ability of, of restaurants and bars to host people out host people host people to dine inside dining outside is possible in some places i think uh, i think i might have mentioned last week my my wife and i actually sat uh, got we, it was very interesting discussion from people like why did you do that we just wanted to support our local house our local pizza place here in st cloud and we've always gone out for new year's eve and so we thought what the heck let's go let's go do that well, it's another weekend. The temperatures are going to be similar to when we went over there last time. We're not going to do that again. And, if, and as you know, uh, uh, likely know, if you listen here in Minnesota rather than on TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com and listening to me somewhere else in the country, our governor has, has modified his orders, um, his emergency orders, and said that uh, restaurants will be open for limited indoor dining beginning Monday. Um, would have been nice to have them open for those of us that might have wanted to go watch a, an NFL playoff game this weekend, but eh, better, better than nothing, I guess. Um, education health services was down 31,000. I should have mentioned that. Uh, other services, which is like the salons, the gyms, the museums and theaters, that's 22,000, that 22,000 jobs lost in that area. Um, and that was all of it. So 
after Thanksgiving, a number of states decided that they needed to restrict movement. They tried to get people not to engage in commerce of a where your physical presence is part of the service you is needed for the service you're going to receive. And it's those areas almost entirely that were that were hit in this particular in this particular uh, uh, month, which is why I think it's fair to say there's not much here to make me think that there's going to be um, something lasting from this, because as I mentioned, the state of Minnesota is already is already moving back toward permitting some permitting some uh, some indoor dining. Other states are likely doing the same thing. I don't think our governor here in Minnesota is wildly out of line and, and all of a sudden has gotten gotten a, a wave of of uh, of uh, letter rip um, and saying I want to be more like Florida. I sincerely doubt that, um, but I do think that uh, we've seen a significant increase. You know, we saw a significant increase in closures, many of which through this next month or two are going to reverse. And the reversal of those is likely to mean that we might not have the best of first quarters, but it won't be too, too bad. And so we're going to talk about that in just a moment here. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. It's Jobs Saturday on the King Banyan Show here on Business 1440. Cool voiceover, zany sound effect. We were going to write something flashy about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple too. Listen to Business 1440 at radio.com. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative, and their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-482-8399 800-482-8399 That's 800-482-8399 Get that Rack Shack Attack Rack Shack Barbecue Pick it up or take it out RackShackToGo.com or RackShackDelivery.com It's so easy Hey, you've been working hard Half the staff is gone And your crew needs a lift Go to RackShackToGo.com for pickup Or RackShackDelivery.com And we'll bring it out to you It's America's food And the right thing to do Get that RackShack Attack RackShack Barbecue Daily headlines, investing guidance, and insightful financial discussion are just a tap away with our free mobile app. Simply search for Business 1440 in the App Store, and in seconds, you'll be connected with the brightest minds in business and investing. 
I don't know why I like this song. It's kind of a different, different than a lot of things I listen to, but it's just a fun song. 651-289-4477, the number to call here on the King Banging Show on Business 1440. 651-289-4477. Good morning on Jobs Saturday, where we're unpacking the jobs report this hour um, and and trying to come to, to, to some understanding that, that I think the 140 number was uh, like, wow, people, people were, were shocked by that. But it doesn't take long into this report where you realize that it really wasn't quite so bad. Tiffany Wilding, um, economist at PIMCO, a, a brokerage firm that sells a lot of mutual funds, among other things, uh, was on, uh, was on uh, I believe, which I believe this would have been on uh, CNBC um, yesterday, and talking about, uh, talking about uh, this and mentions uh, you know what she sees as being a silver lining in this let's play that first clip from uh, ms wilding this weakness was the result of you know the surge in virus cases which resulted in more targeted uh closures of restaurants um and and things like that in the economy you know now i will say that um, i think you know the silver lining here is that you know the the job losses you know, were concentrated in the leisure sector. They didn't spill over into other sectors like we saw in March. Um, so that's good news. Um, you know, but clearly this was worse than the resurgence in the virus that we saw in the summer. So worth pointing out, I think this is true. I, I think this is what she's pointing to. I study frequently the diffusion index in the uh, in the jobs data, and this is just the one. So the diffusion index is simply the share of the number of of industries with increasing employment um and then it ta- and if it's like no change it puts that in as one half and then de- and and just gets the percentage of those in total private sector employment 258 industries what share of them were rising in employment in no- in October it was 74.8% which was true, right? Because for the most part, we saw a we saw that that was the month in which uh, pretty much everybody had sort of opened up. We were experiencing the fall in which we had fairly limited number of cases. The cases started to pick back up in November. Then in November, we fell to sixty two point eight. You would have thought with a negative report that would fall below fifty percent, but no, it went from sixty two point eight to sixty one. And if you look at the manufacturing side, it's even a better story because you went there from 61.2% of the 76 manufacturing industries expanding to now 71.1. The manufacturing sector did did quite well, up 38,000 jobs in in December versus 35,000 plus 35,000 jobs in November, uh, 43,000 jobs in October. The manufacturing sector has been doing just fine. It's not having a problem, so uh, Ms. Wilding's correct in saying that um, that that the silver lining is that it's really focused in the areas where the virus has had the greatest amount of impact, as we learned all the way back in March. If you work in an area which has manual services, that's the area that's going to get hit. Let's let's go on and play the second clip from Ms. Wilding, please. Yeah, I mean, I think it's certainly right that the next couple of months will be, um, you know, will be again pretty weak. But I, I think that, um, you know, one thing that makes us at least pretty constructive, you know, on the outlook for growth for the full year, you know, is that we, we also have received additional uh, stimulus from the, the government spending bill, COVID relief stimulus from the government spending bill uh, that passed in late December. You know, that's really important because that will help bridge the gap um, in, in, uh, for many people in terms of their income. Uh, to get us through this. So I'm going to be a little disagreeable about this part, and, and people have heard me. Uh, if you listen here on Business 1440 to me on the King Banyan Show, you know I didn't believe the $600 had a whole lot of whole lot of uh, uh, benefit to it. I actually took a, uh, a, a radio spot on Monday here in the St. Cloud area, and I think I surprised the uh, host by saying, I didn't particularly like the $600 bill. I thought it should have been more targeted. I didn't, 
mean, uh, 10 days ago, my spouse and I both received received in our bank account an extra $600. Um, my wife's like, let's go ahead and spend it. And I'm like, sure, just understand that someday either us or our children or our grandchildren are going to have to pay that back. Um, <laughs> she, we... We still decided to do so. We we actually we actually in side note side note to my uh, my my good friend listener uh, uh, Don, we did buy a, a new um, a new exercise bike for the house and uh, and I'm already really really happy with it. Um, I think I, I think it's I think it's helpful. But yes, some people have ha- received money and put it in, but. As I've said, the, the the reason why GDP I think is is going to grow isn't because I got a stimulus check. Um, because because if that was true, then the stimulus should happen immediately. But in a in, but we still have a savings rate here in the U.S. that is well north of ten percent, where our normal rates are like six or seven percent. There's a lot of extra money out there to the tune, in my mind, of something around around an extra $1.8 trillion sitting in bank accounts. And that's going to cause some growth, I believe, in the second half of the year, uh, but not necessarily right now. Indeed, uh, Michelle Meyer, we've had her on. She's an economist at the Bank of America, at Bank of America. And she she puts out um, what I think is a this is this is my in my newsing about reading about getting ready to do a uh, forecast for you, which we're going to do next week. This is my pledge to you. Next week, I will give you my best guess of what 2021's economy will look like. I wanted to get through the Tuesday elections uh, before before I said anything, and then Job Saturday gets in the way, so I, I can't do... I can't give enough time to a forecast and at the same time give you a full-blown job Saturday, so I decided to kick it off an extra week. I, I'm pretty close to being able to go. But in my reading and listening, here's one that I got. This is uh, on CNBC. Also yesterday, uh, Michelle Meyer from Bank of America. Play that clip, please. Sure. So at the moment, our forecast for GDP growth this year is 4.6%. So it's strong. Um, but we have a pretty weak start in Q1 with only 1% GDP growth. If another round of stimulus is passed, and I think that it is certainly leaning in that direction, the dollar amount will still find out. There's obviously you know, quite a lot of negotiation that has to go through before we can get that stimulus through the door again, especially after $900 billion was just passed. But if we get another round, call it in February or early March, that will then boost um, growth at the start of the year and provide an even bigger buffer to the consumer. And also remember right now that there's a lot of money already out there. There's over a trillion dollars of what we would consider excess savings um, that's already outstanding. Now, there's distributional issues with that. A lot of it is kind of unintentional saving. The people who probably need the money most are not necessarily the ones that are sitting on those piles of cash. So more stimulus will help, but there's already a lot of money out there. Um, So you have to think very carefully about the multipliers with every additional round of stimulus, how much it will then boost the economy. I think it will highly depend on how that stimulus is designed and how how able it is to be targeted to the the people and the parts of the economy Mm -hmm. that need the most. So there's a lot in that to unpack. The savings, you know, the stimulus, another round of stimulus. Yes, I suspect so. Although we'll we'll talk more about that when we hear President Biden, President Elect Biden, excuse me, and uh, and some other observations about what's going to happen with the stimulus, what happens with that stimulus bill. Apparently, there are people with with opinions about that. But my, I came off sounding like I didn't want there to be a be any covid relief bill whatsoever and i tried to make sure the the host of the radio program i was speaking on understood i don't mind there being a plan i liked i liked the unemployment insurance extension i thought it was a i thought it was good they took it down to three hundred dollars i don't think that's going to be as damaging to uh labor supply as uh the ones the six hundred dollar checks we gave away this summer were um I think another round of PPP loans will be on balance fairly helpful. Um, but just shotgunning 600 bucks to every every uh, American 
uh, adult and child, I thought probably causes a lot of people to receive, you know, it, it's not targeted. And therefore, I think it is less efficient use of the money than could have other happened. And I say this noting that in in all of the forecasts for quarter four, I'm just going to read these to you. Um, Goldman Sachs had has an estimate of Q4 GDP growing at 5%. Uh, the New York Fed forecast, which is always low, is it still at 2.2%. In the Atlanta Fed, which has always seemed to be high, is at 8.7%. And that's after this hundred this 140,000 job decline in December. Those are baked into those numbers. So it's not clear to me that you needed a whole, that you needed you needed to throw cash at consumers that might just be increasing savings. And if you were going to do that, maybe you should have taken all the time you were you were debating and bargaining with each other in, in the House and the Senate to have found a better scheme to give that money out in a more targeted fashion than just just uh, opening opening up a bazooka and sending six hundred dollars to every adult adult child in the United States, I think that's the wrong way to have done it. Uh, I still believe that to be true, and the jobs report being at minus one forty doesn't change my mind about that one little bit, not one little bit. I hope as this as the incoming administration goes to Congress and thinks about wanting to do yet another round, a phase five or whatever round we're on now, that they would in fact do one that's a little bit uh, that's a little bit uh, more strategic, a little more targeted than than uh, one one more bazooka of cash, one more helicopter with a few more hundreds falling uh, upon every single person in the United States. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Daniel Show on Business 1440. Hi, this is Lee with The Kingdom Builders. Psalm 23.4 tells us, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. We were talking briefly about caning the other day a punishment that can quickly deter people from crimes. The Lord's staff, a tool of the shepherd, and the rod to correct behavior, both bring comfort to the psalmist. Kind of crazy. I sure do find it easy to appreciate when the Lord uses the staff to guide me, and as a consequence, the other sheep that walk with me. It's a little less easy to appreciate the use of the rod, even though I know it is absolutely required to drive folly from a child of God. Isn't it strange that these two very different tools bring us closer to the very same comforter? If you have any comments about this or other scripture, feel free to contact me at lee at thekingdombuilders.com. That's L-E-E at thekingdombuilders.com. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join Jeff Wizery for the Safe Money Radio Show weekdays at 4 p.m. on Business 1440. You can also call Jeff now for your complimentary customized Safe Money Kit and 115-page Safe Money Book at 844-503-7233. That's 844-503-7233. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. 
Did you know the Business 1440 app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here is cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on the app that will automatically start streaming us at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Bill Gunderson or any of your favorite programs. Download the free Business 1440 mobile app today. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, Business 1440. Thank you for listening today. Love having you here on a job Saturday here on the show. Um, let me get to this other this other uh, uh, headline that caught my eye. CNN run, and it was actually even this morning still at the top of their uh, of their business section. Um, title was was 140,000 jobs lost and they were all women they were all women so let me let me unpack that for you for a moment um i want you i want to ask you as you th- ask you to think about where are the sectors that have the largest share of female employees Well, you're probably going to want to say leisure and hospitality, and it is majority female, 53%. But that's not, that's not the highest one. 57% of people working in, financial act, in the financial activities sector in finance and insurance and real estate are women. Um, in... Uh, in in uh, other services like the salons and the and the and the gyms and the museums 53% are women in in the government sector 58% are women but the highest one of all is actually in education and health services which is dominated just in terms of the physical count of the number of people of the people working dominated by dominated by uh, nursing and teaching. 18, almost in December of 2019, almost 19 million women of the 76 million women working in the U.S. are in that sector. Okay. That sector, if you look at that sector, that sector has didn't move hardly at all. But in leisure and hospitality, in leisure and hospitality, you saw a decline of almost 300,000 women just in that area. But if you looked at manufacturing, that was up. That was up 14,000 women. Uh, If you looked at uh, retail trade, excuse me, wholesale trade, that was up four thousand. Retail trade was up about about fifty three thousand in women, in the number of women working. Pretty much all of the decline <coughs> came out of leisure and hospitality, which went from almost seven point two to six point nine, so almost three three hundred thousand jobs there, and next to none of them in the in the education and health sectors. So when they say it's 140,000 people who lost jobs and all of them are women, it's a, it's a gross exaggeration for two reasons. One, we don't populate the various sectors of the economy equally between men and women. Some, some, air, some occupations are more, are, more female, are, are more female dominated in share of labor force. And it's it's demonstrable that that most of the most of the manual services sectors, the restaurants, the bars, the gyms, the salons, the theaters, and so forth, that their staffs 
are majority female. So when when we decide that there's that we don't want to be engaged in that kind of commerce, either because the government tells us not to, but be, or because of our own fear of COVID, yes, they're going to be they're going to be the ones that are going to bear a greater brunt, uh, the the larger share of the unemployment. Um, I think that just saying. 140,000 people laid off and all of them are women, just really hides a lot of what's happening there. The other point, which I make continually here on the King Banyan Show, is those are net new jobs gained and lost. Underneath the surface, there's all of this churn. There are people being hired and there are people being let go in every sector of the economy. Um, uh, I think that you should you should be careful that you don't overstate the impact of um, the impact of what it is that they that they uh, uh, the impact of this somehow thinking that maybe it's maybe this is because people are using COVID to lay off women more than they lay off men. It depends on the sector that you're that you're you're working in is is my point here. And again, I I, I, I look back, you know, yeah, the 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 male unemployment rate, uh, the male unemployment rate fell two tenths of percent, uh, even with though though we had an increase in the number of people not in the labor force, they were about this, and if you look at the number of women not in the labor force, it rose, but by a smaller amount. And you had an uptick in the women twenty and over rate that went up to six point two to six point three percent. The the important point to really pick up on this, I could have written, I could have rewritten that that piece. I didn't, I didn't actually have the numbers at hand, but I've just looked them up now. Um, if you looked at teen employment, those sixteen to nineteen years old. What do you think happened to the unemployment rate for teens in the month of December? And the answer is it went from 13 from about 14% to 16%. Again, not not much of a change. Only 8,000 only 8,000 of them exited the labor force, but the number of those unemployed rose rose from 825,000 to 946,000 of the about 16 and a half million teens that are in the labor force or uh, uh, in the uh, in in the population of which about 35 36% of them actually have jobs that number by the way is not much different than what had been there before it's interesting actually teen labor force participation rate in 2020 went up not down you should think about that. Why would that be true? Um, there's actually there actually is a fun answer for that, I think, which is who's less likely to be be have their health impaired by COVID. Teens, the fatality rate for teens is fairly low. Uh, it's very low. It seems like there's this kind of this almost flat, slightly up sloping curve for COVID mortality up to about age 60 and then it kind of kind of hockey sticks going up after that um so there might be employers out there who as they choose who's going to be working and who they're going to lay off because they've got slack demand might choose to keep more teens employed because of the perception that it's easier to convince them this is not really all that dangerous for you um and i think that that's certainly true um but that rate going from 14 to 16 percent in the month of December. Well, what kind of workers do you see when you go to when you go to restaurants? Frequently, your servers, the the uh, the uh, wait staff, the, uh, the the cleaners, the bus the bus boys and bus girls are they're called boys and girls because they're typically teens. So you can see it almost immediately right there that that's where that's happening. And if I had written that that 
that particular headline, I could have written it as, I could have written it as people unemployed, the unemployed, okay, 140,000 fell, 140,000 jobs lost, almost all of them, you know, all of them are teenagers. Five million ninety-one thousand, um, almost five point one, and in the in December, four four million nine hundred fifty-five thousand. So that's a difference. I'm going to, dangerous to do math in my head, but that comes out to about a hundred and thirty-six thousand. It's the same story. It's composition of the labor force. It does nothing to do. It has nothing to do with the fact that they're women. It has the fact to do that they're work that that a, that in the industries where where lockdowns were put in place, or in industries where people just stopped going because they can only dine outside and they don't want to dine outside. In those areas, a majority of the workforce is female, and typically teen. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is, satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-430-8761. 800-430-8761. That's 800-430-8761. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Business 1440 has listeners all over the nation, so we make it as convenient as possible to listen in. Hear honest and professional financial insight by streaming us on iHeartRadio, the TuneIn app, our Facebook page, or at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to Business 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. 
Thank you for listening today. 651-289-4477, the number to call. If you have questions or comments for the show today, 651-289-4477. King Banyan Show, proud member of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Listen to our friends Mitch and Brad uh, on uh, on our sister station, AM1280, The Patriot. Mitch, today, 1 to 3. Brad, tomorrow, same time, same place. Be there. It is um, it is worth noting one more thing from from this jobs report, which had again lots of stuff inside it that I thought was that um, made it a better report than people had had initially thought. When I saw the minus one forty, I mean literally, my first thought was, "What happened? That's that's kind of a surprise." Um, and frankly, when I when I see that, I almost always scroll in the in the written report to the bottom because the bottom's where you get those revisions for the previous two months and saw that the revisions were up. And it's like, OK, OK, so some of the jobs we thought might be created in December actually might have been might have been uh, revised to have been created in a prior month. That's OK. But we knew that there were there were. Um, these restrictions on dining put in place, restrictions on gyms put in place, and and other places. Uh, no restrictions on salons. I noticed that the uh, that the uh, that the uh, hair that the the hair uh, dresser, the uh, barber shop near my house is open and seems to be doing it a fairly normal business volume. Um, but. Those restrictions would happen. Another place where that shows up is by looking at the duration of unemployment. That duration, that median duration fell by more than two weeks in the month of December. Now, what does that mean? It means more of the people who are unemployed have been unemployed for a few weeks rather than for six months or more. The number of people, the share of the unemployed who have been unemployed for less than five weeks, rose from 23% to 27.3%. Okay, so that's a rise of about of about uh, 5,500 jobs. No, no 4,500 jobs. Right there. The number of people who have been unemployed for more than six months, 27 weeks plus, Barely moved from thirty from three million nine twenty nine to three million nine fifty six. So that's a, that's a move of twenty seven thousand. Not great. Don't love that. But on the other hand, not nearly as bad a bad a decline as uh, not not as bad an increase as we as we had thought. So th- that number is is good. In in the comments that um, uh, we heard from Michelle Meyer, we won't replay those. Wyatt, don't worry. Um, in the comments that we heard, another feature that people talked about was the fact that it looked like wages went up substantially. Here's the point to that. There's a good news, bad news part to that. Yes, wages for the people that are working went up. But the important part to keep in mind is when you take out a lot of the jobs out of the, out of the leisure and hospitality sector, those jobs that you lose are low wage jobs. Okay, since I have family that work in the area, I know very well the busboy, the wait waiter and waitress, the cook, the 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 host or hostess, they all make a lot of money. Their wages are pretty low. So when you're shutting those places down, you're laying people off in that area. The response is, we the 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 result is the remaining jobs all have that average moves up because the jobs that are in being counted in the sample are only the higher paying ones now. So it pulls the average up. It's sort of like what happens to the average in the class when I, I actually had this happen. I think I got time for this story. I had this student. Students are amazing at their, their ability to rationalize why you should give them a higher grade. But I actually had to had to give this student credit for what I thought was one of the more creative one of the more creative examples. Now, I am typically not a curve grader, except in one class. When I've got new when I've got a large class of new students, I typically will use a curve for grades. 
I don't have time to explain my philosophy on that. So let me just, I'll just say, this was a, this is a class of first year students. Um, I started with approximately 90 some students in the class. Um, my exams are not easy. And within, why it's going to love this story. Within a few, uh, within a, a couple months, so we're now, I think it was fall semester. So we would have started classes right around Labor Day. So we get about the first week of November or second week of November. And it's time for my third exam. I give the exam. In my third exam, typically, it, particularly if you're taking principles of economics, uh, the third exam in either principles of macro or principles of micro typically is the toughest exam of the four you would take because we normally would give you one a month. That third exam is typically the hardest. And so this student comes up after the class. So I give the grades out, and I, I, I preset the curve, right? So I preset the curve, and I tell them this is what this is going to look like. This is like what it's going to look like. And the student comes up afterwards and says, I actually think your curve's unfair. And I was like, oh? By this time, I've probably been teaching more than 20 years. Why do you think that? Because you have a sampling problem. Now, this student is like 18 years old or maybe 19. I'm like, hmm. Okay, what's my sampling problem? We don't have in the class the students that have already dropped your class because it's too hard. So the curve doesn't account for the, what their grades would have been. Wyatt, have you ever dropped that on anyone? I have not, although that is, that's genius. <laughs> it's genius! I actually had to say... So I actually developed an, a, a, a quick adjustment to pretend like the students that dropped the class had been there, taken the exam, what they would have gotten, and I had to actually reset the curve because it's like, how do I not recognize the genius of this person? Well, that's what happened to the wage numbers this month. It's exactly that story. The, the people who get make $10, $11 an hour serving a restaurant are out in the sample, so that's why it went up. We'll be back after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. I grew up Pope, which is even worse than being poor. From poor to CEO, the incredible journey of Herman Cain. My American dream entailed working hard and making $20,000 a year. But I surpassed that goal and became a corporate CEO. The story of one man's amazing journey from a poor, undereducated family to the highest levels of corporate, social, and political America. I didn't have to be taught work ethic. I saw it firsthand, and it had a big impression on me. From poor to CEO, the amazing true story of the American dream that will inspire and motivate you and your family to live your best life. We'll all be able to say free at last. See the movie From Poor to CEO, The Incredible Journey of Herman Cain, available at SalemNow.com. Use promo code FAMILY for 20% off. SalemNow.com, promo code FAMILY. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Keeley. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And of I'm proud to serve in the United and States. And I am Air proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. 
Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own. Whether it's for your personal system or business, Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boost. 